Look at that, it's magic. It's laying there easier. Give one day of a bunch of stupid retards as us. So we gotta get that copywritten or patented. A patent pending. Oh, Jesus. What do you mean? Gotta get a patent on that song, bro. Alright, this is Break Room Bullshit, and I'm Gable. I'm Dave, and we're not going to have any dead air at all. Ah. There's not going to be a single moment of dead air yes. at all the entire show. We're going to talk nonstop. Dude, what's that dude's name? Let's shout him out. Let's shout out the, the commenter who actually went and commented. And if you comment, you'll also get your comment read right on here. 37. I think it was like KKK Creeper or something. No, it was not. Uh, well, how do I find it on here? Go, go in my text I sent you, dude. Oh, yeah, you're smart, dude. Well, what do I search under? I don't know. Don't, don't you have like a like if you like a general pictures area? Search. Let's see here. Review. Oh, you sent me a. It was a picture. Yeah. I thought you just said something. Good Shared news. media. All these wieners. Is it that? No. I think you see past it. I didn't. It's that one. There it is. That one. His name is J- Grillin Jr. His name is TK Dead Air. Oh. Oh. Oh, TKA. His name is there. TKA25. Did he said we're fun, but we don't talk? It says, well, read the re- a fun podcast to listen to while. I thought it said masturbating. I, while you were moving your hand, I also thought it said masturbating. Uh-huh. Multitasking. But the dead air can be very distracting. We. Now, what do you think? Listen to the fans, unlike WWE, and. We will work on our dead air. Can't guarantee it will instantly go away. We will work on it the same way that Phoenix and Pentagon are working on their tag team wrestling. Because they're good at it. <laughs> it was dead air just now. Did you hear it? Oh, you're waiting to make that joke. Yeah, out. it was. But I talked too much. What you, and what I you, drank a shitload of coffee. What do you think is distracting about nothing, though? Well, fuck. How can nothing be distracting? All right. So I, Someone told me their theory, and it kind of makes sense. I have go. a theory. So he's so depressed... I, I, I'm only t- from self-experience here. Is this Marwanala? No. He's so depressed that whenever there's nothing else going on, his mind instantly goes back to the depression. So whenever he doesn't hear words, he's like, it's time to kill myself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he starts looking around for guns and he forgets what he was doing <laughs> while he was multitasking. Yeah. Now, someone told me that this is actually a, a good explanation is that whenever there's completely, there's just dead air, they think maybe the podcast stopped or something. And they're like, well, what's going on? And they check and they're like, oh, shit, it's still going. They're just not talking. I have, uh, I think I've done that before. Dude, I've definitely done that before. I've definitely done that while listening to other podcasts. Really? Yeah. So hopefully we'll have dead air with all the caffeine that I've ingested. I'm going to try to have dead air. Not that I'm like super like, not that I'm going to be able to have my like thoughts all like together, but I will definitely ramble and it will not make sense. Well, so I, I hope you can deal with that. I have to go pee pee. All right. So you know what we're reviewing today? We are reviewing last week's episode of... Oh yeah, let's apologize for how late it is. It is really late, but sorry, whatever. Uh, there are people who listen to us, apparently. And I must tell those people to go... Not, well, I'm not going to save this for the end. If you have any issues during the show, while you're listening to this, alright? Just because, because they're going to sit there and they're going to be like, Wait a second, that's wrong, and I disagree. Immediately, just whip out your cell phone. Download the Twitter app. Make a Twitter account. Or if you already have it, just go on your Twitter app and tweet at BreakRoomBS, the number one. Yeah. BreakRoomBS1. 
That is our Twitter handle. Yeah, but what if like they do that and then they hit play again and then five seconds later we correct it and they just feel fucking stupid for like calling us out on something we immediately corrected. Well, well don't pause it while you're going to Twitter. Maybe we'll They're correct it as you're going to. Uh, yeah, you have they to. They can delete spat. their tweet too. Yeah, yeah, you could do that too. Hey, hey, if you just want to say hi to us, come fucking say hi to us. We'll ch- chat you up. Come to my house. Dave, Dave might DM you some dick pics. Dude, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, not just random strangers anymore. That wasn't like, a random yeah. stranger. That was Elon Musk, and I think he ignored it. Elon Musk. That last Rick and Morty was pretty funny. Yeah, that was I the first name it. that came to my brain. Right that was now. my favorite of the three so far. Um, that was funny. What's mon- today's Monday? Was what, what? What do I have to live for on Mondays? You're Retro Raw. Retro Raw. I don't know if we're even doing that. I might just watch like something else instead. Hey, you're the one that wants me to watch Star Wars: Clone Wars. You do that, and I'm going to keep watching ECW, and I'm going to go home and watch an episode of ECW tonight. Yeah, sorry we're late with this review. Um, we, we, we should have this week's up Wednesday night like we normally do. I plan on... Yeah. I'm, I don't think you work Wednesday I'm off night. on Wednesday. Yeah, and I get off um, at 4, so... Yeah. Should be able to come over, and we should be watching it, so we should be good. Yes. Um, I want to get it recorded and done fast so I can go to sleep since I work Thursday morning. Um, so, yeah, this is the November 20th. Uh, AW Dynamite from Indianapolis, Indiana. Dave went to this show. Dave was there. Yeah, I drove. Uh, I drove Finch and his uh, his girlfriend's son Kane went uh, as a birthday present for Finch. Kane and Finch. Yeah. And Dave. This was Kane's first wrestling Happy show. Happy birthday, ever. Finch. I miss it, Kane. Yeah, his birthday is like December seventh, I believe, sixth. Happy sixth. birthday to Dave. Wait. Uh, Finch. Finch. So yes, yeah, so this. You is guys have the show. same birthdays. I want to show you something. Isn't that weird that you guys have the same birthdays? Who? You and Finch. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Oh, because I said to me. No, oh, I I don't know. I was just trying to gauge it based off your reaction. I was thinking maybe There's maybe she got him the tickets because they have the same birthday. There's a one in three hundred and sixty-five chance you're right, and you guessed it. Nah. Well, yeah. There's a one in three hundred and sixty-five chance that so many days are in a year. But was You're I right? wrong. Oh. <laughs> but you had a chance. Damn it. Hey, look at this picture. I'm going to show you this picture of uh, Kane with this uh, title that he won. Um, let's Kane. Find it. Kane. It's here somewhere. The Boy. Brothers of Destruction. They're our brothers. I know it's here somewhere. Wait, is that what they were called? Yeah, Undertaker and Kane were the Brothers of Destruction. Wait. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to yeah. talk while I find this. Um... Yeah, I do. I I watched some Lucha Underground this week. I uh, that show really, really is uh, underappreciated. Lucha Underground. Yeah, I think it, 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 they're really good at uh keeping all their roster re- uh relevant. Um, whenever you forget about a wrestler, they, they like dude like every wrestler has a part in every storyline. There's like no one who's forgotten. There are no the, forgotten sons. I was just gonna say it about the forgotten sons. Well, I couldn't. I did hear some of the stories. So look at that belt, that AEW replica belt. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. So I asked the the chick because the guy with us on the hat. I was like, so "How much did that belt cost?" And I was like, "Well, where'd you get it? Do you have to have it custom made?" She's like, "Yeah, it was custom made, six hundred and fifty dollars." Jeez. Yeah. So they don't make them. You gotta get them custom made. Still, remember you were asking. You were like, "I wonder how much they cost." That one was six hundred and fifty bucks. So. That's not too bad. I was expecting a little worse, but I've never bought a replica belt before. No, I wouldn't. 
Dude, if it was more than four, like I would never ever pay more than four hundred dollars, and a four hundred dollar really? one better have like fucking nice leather. Yeah, dude, the ones my ones were mine were like three hundred, I think. Really? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that was also uh, twenty thousand years ago. All right, so let's talk about this show. Oh, going into the show, let's see how how we're doing here with our, uh, oh, our fantasy. This that's is, right, everyone. This is the first. That was this was the first week. So next week is going to be the end of uh, the fourth inning, I believe. You won we, two or three. We well, you won two, right? Um, yeah, two back to back. I've 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 won the first. I won the inaugural. I won the belt in the inaugural week or inning, and then I defended in the second inning. So this is the third inning. So it's only definitely only been two though. Yes. Okay. All right. So going into this, I have forty points, and you have twenty. You loser. <laughs> yes. For those who do not know, uh, Dave and I both took the AEW roster. We drafted half of the roster to each of our own teams, and um, whenever one of your guys wins, you get twenty points. Um, tag teams count as a single person. Trios get drafted in individually. I think that I think that covered all of it. Yeah, that's just the jizz of it. All right, so the first match, I'm not going to go over any of the any of AEW Dark because um, I got my notes from rewatching it on TV, and I obviously couldn't rewatch Dark, so I'm not really going to talk about any of the Dark stuff. Oh, and um, and inning is a two weeks worth of shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. inning is two weeks. So the first match we have was Phoenix versus Nick Jackson. Dude, this match. This match was fucking amazing. This match was the match of the fucking week. I got a chance to watch both NXT and AEW this week. And, um, yeah, this was definitely the match of the show. I Dude, like, I can't disagree that, like, a lot of the matches on NXT, just the matches alone, are better. But that doesn't mean I care about what's going on in them. Um, granted, there was no really, like, story for this Phoenix and, uh... Pentagon, Matt, or Nick wait, Jackson. what did what did I just fucking say? <coughs> the Phoenix, Nick, Nick, Nick Jackson, Jackson and Phoenix match, but um, but like they're two guys that are pretty well established that I care like I care about the what happens with them and their team and whatnot and uh, they put on a really great match. It did. There was a couple kicks. It looked like Nick died uh, after watching on TV. Both some of the kicks that I noticed looked more devastating in person. Yeah. Like watching them there, like they looked even worse than they did on TV. But they looked really bad. Um, there was a really awesome when you say move. worse, like like even effective. They looked yeah more devastating. Yes. There was a point where Nick was on the uh, apron, and he slingshots in. He doesn't bounce. He doesn't like bounce off the off the. Uh, the, the ropes on his feet. He just slingshots in into a Canadian destroyer, which looked amazing. It was the coolest destroyer I've seen. It looked so so smooth and so good. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. But yeah, so Phoenix won us, giving Dave 20 points. God damn it. Wait, I have the Young Bucks? Dude, I always get confused the who has the Elite and, and whatnot. Because I always remember yeah. that you have the Inner Circle, and I, for some reason I think the Elite for them. Does that count as dead air? I was, dude. I was about to say yawning is not dead air. I made noise. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. All right. Next up, we have Britt Baker versus Hikaru Shida. Dude, people, everyone, everyone I've heard review this match said it was bad. I just, I think the match was okay, and I think it got really, really good in the last few minutes. Uh yeah, dude. That's uh, I, I've had that opinion with a few of the women's matches so for AEW. They, they start out like just okay. And then, the, and then they pick up at the end. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought I thought it was uh, all right, and then it got really good. This is where Britt got a bloody nose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure um, what exactly did it, but I know just I remember I remember when when we were there, there was one point where she like went to the turnbuckle pad and hit it like she was pissed off. And then I noticed later she got a bloody nose. I'm like, oh, she must have got it right before that, and that's why she was in the corner doing that. Yeah, really the, selling it. Not who I expected to win out of this, though. Yeah, I was expecting Britt to win. Unfortunately, Sheeta won, giving Gable 20 points because he's a penis. Yeah. Do you have Britt? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would expect Britt to win. They've been pushing her a lot lately, uh, lately making her look real good. Um, I guess maybe they're building for Sheeta to rematch Riho possibly that's what it looks like I think she's ranked number one now she is yeah there, I mean there's still two months of fucking storytelling to go though so yeah to the next pay-per-view <coughs> alright now let me give my point of view from being there and watching this on the on the, the Titan Tron or whatever you want to call it so we're sitting there Wait, three this... months what three months about three months. months I said two months about three months uh, I still paying attention I'm sorry that's fair alright alright so uh, we're sitting there, and this video comes on with this guy. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy talking? No. And he starts talking about, like, th- there's this fat dude, and he's walking, and people are picking on him and all that. No, he's <laughs> on there first. The fat dude's, like, walking, people are picking on him. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then this motivational speaker comes on. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but this is just fucking great. I'm loving it. And then it's, like, I don't know, halfway through this video, and then you just see a flash of a... Uh, Uno's mask. I'm like, oh, it's a Dark Order. That's really cool. We had no idea what it was, and it was a really cool surprise. It was a Dark Order vignette, and I fucking love this thing. I thought it was really well done. It was a really cool like angle for the Dark Order, like doing this thing where they're trying to get people like it's a cult or something like that. Yeah, I I loved everything about this video. Now, watching it on TV, however, before it even comes on, they say, hey, let's check out this Dark Order video. And I'm like, that wasn't as cool. I didn't even notice. Yeah, well, I Tino think... told me before it happened, like, they said it was Dark Order. I was like, oh. I, I don't think I noticed because I would mute the TV because uh, I was watching this with uh, Grandma Gable. So you got the same effect because you, you, they didn't tell you what it was. You weren't instantly like, oh, Dark Order. You just kind of figured it out. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of, I, I unmuted it whenever I saw it come back on. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, I thought is it was part really of the show? Because cool. I, I think I was flipping, I think I may have paused it or something through the commercial break or something. And I was skipping ahead and I was like, what is this? And then I realized whenever like one of the glitches happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was like, oh shit, I should rewind. And then I I rewound it. Yeah, and started. yeah, it was really cool. I, I thought it was like I said, I think it would have been better for people watching if they didn't say that because it would have been a cooler surprise. Yeah, but it was still it was really cool. I liked it a lot. Good shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Can you think of any negatives about this video? Not a single one. I loved. Uh, that was great. That was really cool, dude. Like. The Dark Order's just kind of been, like, a thing, but, like, now there's, like, some story to them. Yeah, see, the, the thing is, like, <coughs> everyone's been bashing them, but I've always liked the Dark Order. I've always seen them been cool, because I've liked those two guys since they were the Smash... Was it Smash Brothers in our... In Super our Smash Brothers. Yeah. I thought they were really... I really liked their matches, so I already kind of liked them, and I liked the gimmick with the bunch of fucking creeps or whatever, so I've always liked it. But I like this even more, because, like you said, it's giving it something now. There's, like, some story to it, and... Because this kind of started where they were trying to recruit Marco Stunt last week, right? And now they're just doing this little, like, this video. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, dude, I, like, uh, I, I just found out recently that Stu Grayson, like, is, like, a huge, like, uh, comic book fan. Like, oh, really? Well, yeah, someone was like, yeah, his name's Stu Grayson because of Dick Grayson. Penis Grayson. And then his, his, one of his finishing moves is called The Nightfall, which was a, a really infamous uh, Batman storyline. 
Okay. What's the difference between famous and infamous? Isn't it the same thing? I think famous is like you're just known for something, but infamous is whenever you're famous for something bad, maybe. Normally That's people weird. say he's infamous like it's it's not normally like a positive it's used as, right? Infamous for his... He's infamous. Infamous for his five-knuckle shuffle. I'm going to look up infamous. What? Oh! Oh, no! Oh, phone down. Phone down. Every, everyone's ears get raised. We got a black phone down. We got a black phone down. That, that wasn't supposed to be a... Black Hawk down. Yeah. Infamous definition. Infamous video game series. Yeah. Well known for something bad. Okay. Well, well known for some bad quality or deed. So yeah, that's what it is. It's it's okay. it's famous but bad. Yeah. So Joker was infamous. Yes, infamous for his uh, laughing gas. That too. Or Joker Joker serum. Wait, Joker. Yeah, Joker serum. That's what it's called. Or Joker toxin. This was. This show, like, Finch kind of watched one episode. Kane's never seen it. Kane really enjoyed it, having never watched it. And, like, Finch Finch ended up really liking the show, too. But I was kind of curious, like, how they would, like, enjoy it, having not known what was going on. Mm-hmm. And the Orange Cassidy thing didn't seem to bother them, really. Really? Because I was specifically, like, curious about that. I mean, and Finch was like, yeah, I was kind of wondering, like, what he was doing. But he wasn't just like, what the fuck's going on? You know what I mean? They just kind of just accepted it. But it could also be a thing where... They haven't been watching it week to week, mm-hmm. so maybe they don't know that there's no explanation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they, like they're it, not like, why is he keep showing up? Yeah, because there were probably just like, a lot of things were like, I don't know who this is, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They just didn't know because they don't watch it. But someone who's been watching since day one still doesn't know why Orange Cassidy's yeah. like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's been a, a, a complaint. Who were we listening? Was that Alvarez complaining about that? Well, I know uh, I brought up Cornette mentioned that like he should, they they should. The commentator should say why he's like that. Okay, so I brought that up to you. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the and few things a, Cornette's right about. It's a good point. Very few things. All right. Next up, we have the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal. Now, this was my fault. I'll bring this up because I I at first put like this was a negative I had about the show because we're sitting there watching this Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal, and it gets to the last two people. Well, I'm gonna go over some stuff in the match. It gets to the last two people, and they're like, and they ring the bell, and I'm like, what? Why is it over? I don't understand. Like, there's still two people. Why aren't they still going? And Finch was like, well, no, I think that one guy is just the one that won. And I was like, oh, I, I don't understand I what's happening. I also was confused by Were that. you? Yes. Well, my confusion was, I told Tito, I'm like, what the... F-? They didn't fucking tell us that the, the the last two people were the ones that went. This was a thing where I, I blamed myself, so I was, like, not bothered by it. Well, I do it. blame myself because they said it. They did say it? Well, yeah. Dude, Justin Roberts, when he's making the announcement, says the last two people. He says okay. it in the announcement. I don't know why neither Finch and I didn't hear it live. Maybe we were just talking or something. Uh, that's which what is I possible. I was like I said, I was watching with with, uh, yeah. with Grandma Gable, so I may have been talking to her about something happening on the screen. I mean, it's possible. Like we, like <coughs> when he said it, you couldn't hear it. But I, I mean, I'll take the blame for this because he did. When I watched it on TV, you could hear him say it on TV. No other reviews I heard of this mentioned that. Yes, yeah, so that's probably what it was. We just weren't paying attention yeah. because Tito was like, "Well, they said it on the social media all week," and I'm like, "Well, that means nothing to me." Yeah, I'm not going to look for that. But Justin Roberts said it, so they did. That, that, that was that was not their fault. Yeah, I uh, whenever it ended, I was just like. I don't know. Like, dude, I, I was like, why is uh, MJF look so satisfied? Yeah, I was right really confused. <laughs> and Finch thought that MJF lost. 
Yeah. Yeah, we were we were both confused. So some stuff from this match. Billy Gunn was a surprise entry and he got a huge pop. That was a complaint I heard I I I think I told you I heard about. What? Was that uh, supposedly Billy Gunn was the best looking guy in the ring? Yeah, that was and a that stupid was, complaint. Yeah, I don't I don't think he looked I like I mean, yeah, he looked big, but I mean he came from a, a fucking era where steroids were like the in thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I think I, he didn't he get didn't he leave WWE yeah, because he because of a drug steroids. Test, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So here's my thing. I I obviously don't care about that because whatever. Yeah, like, being no. big doesn't mean anything. Size, but yeah, size doesn't matter. Billy Gunn got <laughs> several eliminations and looked really strong in this battle royal. Now I don't know how I feel about this because one. Like, why are you taking some guy that's a, a, a an agent backstage? How do you get out? What do you mean? How do how do you lose in this? Who got um, Billy Gunn out? Hangman Page, which was dumb. Because I was like, why? Everyone started booing him, and he's a face. Oh, Billy Gunn's a face. So yeah, yeah, everyone started dude, Everyone started booing Page as soon as he did. I'm like, well, that's dumb. Why didn't you have like MJF do it? Yeah, or anyone. Or that if you're or if you're planning on making Page a heel, <coughs> he's not a heel yet, so it's yeah, kind of weird. It made no sense. I, I was just like, <coughs> I, I kind of cringe. But yeah. anyway, like he he eliminated several people and looked really strong. Like now. First of all, like, why are you having this guy that is just a part-timer, not even a part-timer, it's an agent come in here and eliminate these people and look like a badass and destroy everyone? Why? Now, the other way I was looking at it is something that, that is good about that that WWE never does is WWE never protects their legends when they come back. They just have them get their ass kicked and look like douchebags. The current angle. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I guess it's good that you, like, don't make them look like a fool. You but, like, feel be- like a lot better about it. What? He just made me feel a lot Yeah, like, it's a good thing to, like, make your legends look good and everything, but it's, like, I think that they should have had, they should have used it, like, to get, like, for, if he's gonna come in there and kick all these people's asses, have MJF eliminate him for heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why'd you have Paige do it? Rey Mysterio's been, like, booked like like a fucking chump since he's come back. Yeah. I guess he's always been booked like a chump from what I hear. from, yeah, since he came back before this, when he re-signed, yeah. Dude. You know how he won this, this, did you ever hear me watching that four-way battle royal, or not battle royal, four-way, uh, fiddle four-way? Very little. Okay, so it was like, it was fucking Orton, Ricochet, Rey Mysterio, and someone, a uh, Drew McIntyre are in, are in this match. Rey only won because he was like sitting out for like the last like five minutes of the match and like I didn't see like any of them. Like, yeah. He just came out of nowhere. All the shit went down. He had a, like a quick uh, a quick exchange with like um, Ricochet, and then he won. I'm like, yeah. I mean, he kind of looked a, like a little bit of a bitch for just like being out of action the entire in the entire like second half of the fucking. It's like a heel thing coming at the end and sneaks like win the get the yeah. victory. Real I quick. mean, granted, there was like one or two times where like Ricochet would like dive out of the ring and like kick him or something to keep him out, but like. What did he do the whole time? He just yeah. looked like a chump, and then they came in at the end. A chump stain, really. Yeah, and then later, whenever he got his U.S. title match, he only won because fucking Orton came in, and... Uh, he said the N-word really loud? Yeah. Dude. Well, I, I guess... I mean, I guess he was... Uh, Styles was cheating anyway by having the club come in, but, like... Then Orton came in and beat the shit out of the rest of the club, and then that's when Rey Mysterio won. That sounds stupid. All of it sounds stupid. Dude, there's there's so much fucking shit going on at it once. It all like, what, What's happening? So, back to good stuff. <coughs> yeah. Uh, before I guess as soon as the match starts, Christopher Daniels comes down in a Phoenix mask. 
Which I, I kind of chuckled at. I'm like, how does Pentagon not like realize this is Chris Daniels like, close he, he up looks, face? Though he's he like right in his face. I didn't. I didn't know it was different. I didn't. I, I mean, I was there, and I clearly couldn't see him from where I was. Okay. So I had no idea what was going on. I I didn't even see that he got eliminated. I was like, what the fuck's happening right now? Yeah. I didn't even know that it happened. So when I watched on TV, obviously, I already knew it was Christopher didn't Daniels. did he take his mask off first and then pull him out? Yeah. Well, yeah, That's Pentagon dumb. sees him and then, like, walks up and, I guess, hugs him or did something or shook his hand. But I'm like, dude, you're right in his face. Yeah. Like, I get he has a mask on, but he's your brother. You know it's not him. Dude. But, um, yeah, and then he turned around, and then Chris... Took his mask off and then, like, tapped him on the shoulder. And then he turned back around and then he eliminated him. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if, if, if someone else came up to me wearing, a, like, a Dave mask, I'd be like, well, that's not Dave. <laughs> yeah. You're like, he's not being funny. Dave's always funny. <laughs> and it's super conceited. So, the Sunny Kiss stuff in this match, I hated more than life itself. Oh, I, I was, like, I was, was going to ask you about that. Dude, I hated it. And, dude, Finch and Kane fucking loved it. Really? Dude, Finch was laughing his ass off. I'm just like, <laughs> I fucking hate him. Finch was laughing his ass off. They thought it was really funny, and I fucking hated it so much. I popped so hard when MJF threw him out. I was cheering. Dude, I was stuff, so happy. Stuff like that's like, if someone's not like a regular like week-to-week wrestling fan, and they tune in and they see that, they're going to think it's funny. Yeah, well, I, I guess I'm just a bigot, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I boy. I don't want to be, you know? I don't, I don't think I actually am. No, I, don't th- I thought that was a joke. <laughs> you thought it was a joke. Definitely a joke, you son of a bitch. Um, so Spears comes down, and then Joey Janela's up on the uh, turnbuckle, and uh, Spears hits him with a chair, and he gets knocked out, continuing their story. Yes, yes. Uh, MJF eliminates uh, Orange Cassidy as well, after Cassidy's in there doing his shit to Billy Gunn, his little uh, kick-kick gimmick. MJF throws out Cassidy. <clears throat> and Jungle Boy. So MJF throws out Sonny Kiss after he's getting cheered like crazy. He throws out uh, Orange, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy after he's getting cheered Boy. like crazy. I and mean, it's a pretty. And then he throws out Jungle Boy, who is super over. Yeah. This is called smart booking. Yeah. <laughs> like they are getting MJF even more heat than they already have. It's such smart heel booking. Good observation, David. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, never mind. I can't remember what I was going to say. I, I was waiting to say it, and then it, and then I got there, and it was it was gone. Now, just to prove that I'm not like, you know, suck AEW's dick, time to complain about AEW. You're, I mean, you've complained several times this so far. Oh, I was going to bring up how fucking Mel- Meltzer, for some reason, thought that they were going to have uh, uh, Kip Sabian win this so that he can propose to Penelope Ford. And he thought it was going to come down to Kip Sabian and Joey Janela so that he can win the ring. And proposed to Penelope Ford. And I'm just like, dude. That is so stupid. That is so dumb. Why do you think that would happen? Dude, before the, as soon as the match starts, I'm like, hey, Finch, I bet you MJF wins. That's when I thought there was one winner, though. Yeah. But, uh, dude, that that is stupid. I, I think MJF's going to win. I think he is, too. Um, is it MJF and Paige? Yeah. Yeah. So Excalibur mentions very quickly here during this match that Paige removed himself from the elite. In passing, he just mentions it. I'm like, bro, you need to do these important storylines on your fucking show. Yeah. Not doing something as important as Paige leaving the Elite on being the Elite and then just mentioning it during a match. Like, dude, there's no reason it shouldn't just be like a backstage segment. No reason. Yeah, I mean, dude, you could have uh, cut, like, any number of the matches, like, 30 seconds short yeah. and just show, show like, a quick quick montage from being the Elite. Yeah, anything. That has, like, not montage, but, like, a, like a, a short clip. 
Like a recap like, or something? Like like that 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 moment where he says he's leaving and be like and then you fade out to Jim Ross. He's like, There you have it, folks. Looks like, like Hangman Page is out of out of the on his own now. Yeah. It's something. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, yeah, so uh Page and MJF were the last two in this who we're gonna meet next week and we each get ten points for that. So Nice. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh let's take a break. Sounds good. Oh, I, dude, I thought you were pausing on your phone. I forgot it's on my phone. All right, we are back. That's not that air. I'm wiping off my shirt. <laughs> Here. All right. So next up, we have a backstage uh, segment with Jericho and Jake Hager. Chris Jericho. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, it starts and it sounds funny, and then. All of a sudden, live, we have no audio, and everyone starts booing. And I'm like, I wish I could hear this right now. And they probably want to saw a minute without audio. And as it happens, I'm like complaining, and I, and I, and I theorize to the person next to me, I bet they went to a, a picture-in-picture commercial, and they don't have audio on, their, on, like, on TV, and that's why we're not having it here. And I, I was right. That was what happened. I think they should have gave you guys audio. They should have. They, uh, Tito found it on YouTube with audio. So What? Yeah. They know. do that? I don't know. He he just found it and sent it to me. And I was like, oh, cool. So I could hear what was like. What, anything good or? It was just hitting Jericho being funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, so they, they did the backstage segment. And then we have the segment where Jericho comes out with Hager. Discussing their uh, the thank you celebration he's going to have next week. That's this week. Yeah. A couple of days. So they're going to have a thank you celebration. Uh, he was. He was. He kept uh, trying to say sorry, and he couldn't say it. So Hager would say sorry for him every time he talked. It was kind of funny. Which I did, I wasn't laughing whenever like he would, he kept doing it, but every time he would hold it to the Hager, and be like sorry, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that. Um, dude, you could tell. I don't know if you could tell when you're. Well, you rewatched it, huh? Yeah. But dude, it was so funny. Like just watching Jake Hager's face. The entire time, and he's just trying not to burst out laughing. Like I caught like at least once whenever I was like, "Hey, it looks like he wants to laugh." Oh my god, dude! Imagine, imagine like having that be your gimmick is you have to keep a straight face in the ring with Chris Jericho. Yeah, hopefully you're good at it. Yeah. All right, so uh, he's cutting his promo and being you know Jericho the douche, which we all love, and then SCU comes out. Their music comes. SCU comes out. I I hate SCU a lot, and. I have to say, Scorpio Sky was fucking amazing in this segment. Dude. He was great. Scorpio Sky is a star. This is the best I've ever seen SCU whenever Sky talks and then you shut the fuck up and chime in like once. I was, I I was completely fine with it. truly believe that Scorpio Sky is more over than anyone in the WWE. That's not true. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, that's not accurate. Scorpio Sky was, dude... But he's re- he is really over though. It was really good. Like he was really fucking funny. Um, the uh, the line about uh, Melanie Parsons, his high school sweetheart, that uh, oh my god, he was like, was oh, I'm finally gonna go out. Everyone started like fucking chant or, or cheering, and then Jared- no, no, high school sweetheart, you made the mistake too. Uh, high school crush. Oh, is that what it was? There is a difference. And then, and then Jericho goes, "Well, I've seen Mel, seen Melanie Parsons. She's put on some weight since high school." It's a really God. funny line. And then uh, Sky did his, his improv line of, "I like big butts. I cannot lie, dude." Okay. They were doing really good with it with with their back and forth. Um, 
I, a line that I didn't even hear live, but I heard on TV, which fucking I thought was great, was whenever Jericho said that this is cuter than Baby Yoda. I thought it was really Dude, fucking I funny. I love the Baby Yoda reference. Dude, it was great. Um, the reverse psychology stuff was hilarious. Where Sky kept saying stuff and Jericho was just like, it, it, dude, the whole segment was great. Oh, I don't want it to be a title match. Yeah. Oh, well, it's going to be yeah, a title dude, match. it was so good. I, I, was, I, I need at least a, a, a month, month to train. Yeah, that was Daniel's It's next week. Yeah. Um, so there's a title match this week coming up. Dude, it's official. We shook hands. Like, it was so <laughs> fucking funny. Jericho is the best. Dude, this, this segment was great. It's Jericho all- was great. Sky was fucking awesome. Really, really good on the mic in it. This is a perfect example of of uh, why should shit should not be scripted. Like, I doubt this was scripted because AEW doesn't do scripts. They already said they weren't going to do scripted promos. Um, From my understanding, and this is if you want to believe the gods of Wrestling Observer, um, is that they don't have writers. Yeah. Like, they just don't have writers. Yeah, like... If you don't have a script, then... Well, yeah. I'd no imagine writers. what it is is what it always used to be before WB, like, ruined wrestling is that they're like, all right, Scorpio, <laughs> these are the things you need to talk about and you need to get over in your promo. You need to cover this, 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 and this. You get bullet points. Like a wrestling promotion. Yeah. And you go out there and you take your bullet points and you cover those things and you just say whatever else you want to, to get to those points and cover them. But this, dude, these promos in AEW are... You can't even compare WB. They are above and beyond anything close to what WWE does with their promos. Yeah. They're so good. Like, dude, this was Scorpio Sky. Like, I wouldn't even, like, dude, if someone's like, you're going to be, there's going to be a Scorpio Sky I'm like, I don't give a fuck about a Scorpio Sky promo. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. Like, th- I thought this segment was great. I love this fucking segment. Finch, Finch loved this thing. He thought it was so entertaining. He loved it. It was a great segment. I loved it. From what I can remember, like, I'm, I'm just trying to recall in my head, like, did, have they given anyone, like, a live Mike who doesn't have, like, a bunch of experience yet. Like, any of these younger guys. Like, they didn't really give, like, Luchasaurus a live Mike yet or Jungle Boy or... I mean, they're also not, like, doing a ton of promos, too. Right. Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, I don't think... I think they want to make sure... I think Cody or whoever is smart enough to not put anyone on the spot... Who's not ready to be on the spot yet. And, and yeah. that's what I was just trying to draw attention to there. Yeah. I mean, SCU just does their normal thing every week. They don't normally, haven't been doing promos. They're on being the elite. I mean, like, SCU's been doing the same same stuff for every week for the last two it's years. It's the exact so. same thing. So, so, I mean, it could also be something where maybe, um, who's Jericho with? Jericho was with MJF last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, MJF does not. Like, <laughs> MJF knows Adam Riggle, yeah, work a mic. Moxley. Darby Allen briefly got the mic. Yeah. But he didn't really do much with it. Uh, Moxley obviously can destroy every microphone he ever touches. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I, I can't think of anyone who ha- who's had the mic, though, who's like, I, d- wouldn't be, like, ready for the fucking mic. I mean, it seems for the most part, like, the people that are getting the mic are just the people that are in, like, the main programs. I guarantee you that they're working with Darby right now because of how fucking over Darby is. He's really over. Dude, when we went to that, like, when you went to any of the shows, I mean, I went to three, but, like, you went to way more. At every show, are there not at least, like, like, 
maybe five percent of the crowd with fucking Darby face paint. Yeah, they, dude. I gotta say though, I was I thought Darby was gonna get a lot of reaction when he came out, but I think it might have been how they did his entrance. When at this show? Oh, at this show, which okay. we'll talk about when we get to it. This is the body bag one. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Inner Circle comes down and they yeah. jump SCU. And then Jurassic, Jurassic Express comes down. Dude, Luchasaurus, I think, had the biggest pop of the night Wait, there. I didn't even make my point of what the fuck I was saying. Well, you were taking fucking five years. I just forgot that I was going somewhere with it. I was just going to say, You're I, going guarantee, homework. I, I, <laughs> I guarantee you uh, Darby is uh, being coached backstage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're working on, on his promo skills right now before they, well, they yeah, give him his big day. You said they were working with him, I thought. I did? Yeah. Hey, I, my name is Dory, and I have short-term memory loss. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so that... Don't apologize. It's not sorry. Your like it is, you know? All right, so we have Inner Circle come down, jump SCU, then Jurassic Express comes down. Luchasaurus, uh, I think, had the biggest pop of that show live anyway. He... Dude, it, it was insane how loud his pop was. Um, they have a face-off with him and Hager, and Hager backs down. And dude, I am so excited for this fucking match. This is something that NXT has been missing. NXT has, like, there is no build to, like, two or three weeks from now. I just have to turn it on and hope something good happens every week. Yeah, they hot That's, shut all their stuff. They yes. They don't build anything. Yes, they don't. Dude, I am so sad. NXT, like, I complain about this online and I get thrashed by other people. They're like, no, NXT is just, just as good as it's always been. You're just an AEW mark. And I'm just like, dude, like, there used to be... Like, fucking build-up to every week for weeks. I mean, granted, they recorded it, like, so that you'd be watching, what, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it doesn't uh, matter. You can still plan out. Right. But, like, yeah, like, like ever since this whole fucking thing, it's just been, like, there's no build to anything. They just, anything could happen on any given week. Yeah. And that's what they're going for. S- surprises. Whatever. So the Luchasaurus stayed in the ring, and the librarian came down. Librarian. And Luchasaurus... Dude, whenever the match started, I was like, this is going to be over in like 10 seconds, Finch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Lucha just, Luchasaurus just squashed him, and unfortunately gave Gable 20 points. What was even worse about it was I thought I had Luchasaurus. And then when I went to give myself the points, I saw I didn't. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> so that was too bad. Wait, who did he squash? Uh, librarian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'm so excited for Hager and uh, Luchasaurus. Yeah, I'd imagine it's going to be his first match. His first singles match. Yeah. So Hager hasn't had any matches. Oh, Hager. Yeah, yeah. Hager's Luchasaurus. No, no. That's just, that goes to show you how excited I am for <laughs> Luchasaurus and how over he is. Like, yeah. I, 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 like who get, in my brain, I was like, who gives a fuck about Hager? That's what I thought you were excited for because he hasn't wrestled yet. Yeah, he is, I'm excited for Hager, too, <laughs> but I love Luchasaurus. Do you know what we had next? <laughs> All kinds of PP. We have Private Party and oh, Proud and Powerful. This is the PP match. This is PP versus PP. This is this one was rough. All right, so it wasn't. I mean, the whole match wasn't rough. Just so Proud and Powerful at a spot where they had a Quinn up for a suplex, and they kept tagging and switching off and holding and handing them to the Ortiz and back and forth like over and our dude. This dude was like a minute and a half at least. He was just upside down, mm-hmm. and Kane was watching. He was loving it and like. He was like, Dave, can you do that to me later? Because he wanted me to hold him up. I was like, okay. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, You're going to wake up tomorrow, and I'm going to do that when you wake up. So we get to the hotel, 
and we're like gonna go to sleep and he's like we do i was like dude well i'll just i'll do it tomorrow i was like this is, i was like you're gonna wake up in the morning upside down <laughs> he starts laughing so i wake up the next morning <laughs> He's sleeping in bed. I grab him and pull him up for a suplex. He looks up and he's like, what's happening? It was so fucking funny. I'd be like, I told Dude, you. It was hilarious. Oh he started laughing after he figured out what the fuck was happening. It was really funny. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Isaiah pins Ortiz with a code red. So, I noticed in this in this show live that there was a couple times where the ref would go down to, to, to count. He would drop down and do something with his hand but not do it because his shoulders weren't down yet. And then he would go one, two, and everyone in the crowd thought it was three. This Dude, happened at least twice. This has happened on like at least like two or three times on every wrestling show yeah. I've ever watched. The ref, when he initially goes down, he like he does like a, a hand set, and that's not a slap, but the mic will pick it up. Yeah. Or, like, it'll just look like a slap or something. Well, and normally what it is, he's falling as he does it, and it, the mic picks up him falling onto the yeah. mat is what it is. He's falling down, and he's going like this as he's falling. It is. I've watched it. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. But, like, anyway, like, it happens to me all the time. Like, watching New Japan, I'm just like, why was that three? But everyone else is like, it was, like, like nobody's reacting to it almost, or to it looking like a three count. And I'm just like, yeah. Why? But yeah, th- this just seemed to happen a lot with you guys there. Huh? Yeah, it happened. It happened at least two times where everyone, I'm like, dude, I, I was watching, and it definitely wasn't three, but everyone thought it was. So then, I think I texted that to you. I said that you to you, and then like, dude, literally thirty seconds after I sent the text, I'm watching it, and there's a spot where Isaiah pins Ortiz with a code red, and the ref just stopped counting on two. With, like, a horrible botch. It was brutal. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, that time it fucking happened. It was bad. Yeah, this is another... They, it, they, need, to th- they need to figure out a way to keep this shit from happening. Well, I, I could pick up exactly what happened on TV when I watched it. I could tell it went wrong. Like, Tell me about it, stuff. So, Isaiah, as it happens, it was really funny because Isaiah is doing the pin... And whenever he fucks up, Isaiah just looks at the ref confused. And his head, he's probably like, well, I know this isn't my fault. I'm not in trouble because I'm just sitting here. And he's like, I'm probably good. But if you watch it, as the ref's counting one, two, his foot is going further and further under the rope. So Quinn was supposed to grab his foot and pull him out. Yeah. But he didn't. You could tell because you could tell the ref was clearly moving his foot further and further out because he's like, he's going to grab my foot. And he didn't do it. So it looked like Quinn was supposed to grab and pull him out that is to stop the count. Yeah, and he, he definitely didn't do it. Um, um, but as you said, and, and I did notice, the JR tried to cover it up saying that, oh, the ref's saying he wasn't a legal man. Which, yeah. I mean, good for him for trying to do something. Yeah. Because when you said that, I'm like, oh, at least they tried, you know? But, yeah, I mean, it, it was a botch, and, and people worked on trying to cover it. And, that's all you I can mean, do. Shit happens, but I mean, this is what, the second time in like three weeks that they. They had a serious At like least. count botch. Yeah, they they need to get this ref, referee situation under control. Yeah, and like I said, I mean the last one. I don't know whose fault the last one was, but this wasn't the ref's fault. I mean, granted, he should have kept counting, and it would have been someone else's fault. But yeah, just, um, yeah. I mean, or you have to like to develop some backup plans here. Well, I don't know. I guess the in theory, maybe the ref, the ref. I guess not the ref should be aware. Yeah, I mean, I guess if the ref was aware that he wasn't ready for the spot, like, he when he's walking over where he's going to count at, he, um, he could just see that he's not, like, the the, the guy's not ready to do the spot. In this so situation, he, I don't think he could, though. 
I, I need to watch it. I need to see. I mean, because dude, this, like Quinn could have just been laying on the ground, mm-hmm. and as soon as he heard him, he's supposed to like reach up and grab his foot. You know what I mean? How could he? How could he tell that he's not ready? You know. The ref was on the ground? No, like Quinn was on the outside, and he could have just been laying on the ground waiting to hear him start counting, and then that's his cue to grab his foot. You know what I mean? Like, how could the ref know he's not ready? Yeah, they need, whatever it is, they need to figure out what the fuck's going on with this shit. I don't shit. know. But even worse than that, Private Party 1 gave Gable another 20 points. Yeah. That's the worst part. Is there, Overall, the match like wasn't bad. It was, it was just a good that match. that one spot. Yeah, it's a shame that this was the one that was for uh, in in memorial of their their buddy. Yeah, Matt Travis is that his name? <laughs> I think it is. It was just one spot though. I mean, the match, like you said, the match was still good. Travis Barker. So you know what was next? Dude, you, you know I don't do fucking remember? remember. It was a Kenny Omega backstage promo about Pac. Pac oh, this was funny. Yeah, I don't know. And it was kind of dumb. No, I, I, I thought it was funny. That was stupid. I enjoyed it. I don't know. He's cutting this serious promo, and then he goes to, like, bench press 20 pounds. I'm like, haha, cool. Yeah, it's 20 pounds. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, My only... Uh, is, he, is he beating Pac? Pac? Do you think he's beating Pac? I, I think, think he's beat him. He can't even lift 20 pounds. How could he possibly beat him? <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if uh, they're gonna. I mean, he has to lose if they're gonna continue on with the storyline. I don't, I don't see why they would have it like. Why, why they would have him win and just kill the storyline? You know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Pack also just lost. So Pack needs a win. Page. Then. I mean, granted, he beat Page afterwards, so. But I don't know if they want him to lose again. Yeah, Paige is <clears throat> under the opinion that he, he, he now lost in the long run against yeah. Pac. So I, I, I'm kind of confused, I guess, on where this story's going. Like, I can't I can't get a vibe of, like, what direction it's heading. That's yeah. that's my concern. <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I didn't really. <clears throat> it was just a promo. I was like, okay, cool. All right, now we have Moxie versus Allen. Darby Allen, that is. So they did a really cool video with Darby Allen where he was like making this body bag and everything. And I really, I thought the video was really cool. And then he comes out and he's just laying in the body bag and like gets out of it, which I thought was cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I said, the entrance, it wasn't like this huge pop like it usually is. And I think maybe because it was like kind of over a period, you know, not him just walking on skateboarding, you know? Yeah. I I so. think it's cooler whenever he just like, as soon as the music drops, he just rolls out on the skateboard and he's like, yeah. What up? I'm here. Um, Moxley came out right below our section, which was cool. It was funny because we're standing there, or we're sitting there, and, like, I see, like, these camera people walk up to security. There was, like, three cameramen and, like, four security guards. I'm like, gee, I wonder where he's coming from next. Like, it was yeah. so clear he's coming from there. Dude, Moxley, like, a really... a of him coming in? I took a video of it. Ah, cool. Dude, Moxley really dominated Darby in this match. He really just, like, kicked his ass a lot. Yeah. There was a spot where Darby comes off the top with a crossbody and Moxie just fucking stands there and shrugs him off and no-sells it. Remember that? Yeah. It, it, um, he just bounced Mox, off Moxley. Moxley definitely had the strength advantage in this. Yeah. I mean, he is a lot bigger, so, I mean, if you're going as... You're going to have to fight, have Darby find another way to beat him other than strength, obviously. I mean, that's yeah. super obvious, but... Um, yeah, you had Moxley no-selling some stuff like that. And then we had the uh, 
We have the end where Moxley committed homicide and fucking gives Darby Allen a paradigm oh shift. Oh my god, the dude, I forgot buckle. about that until you just brought it up. He gave him a paradigm shift on the second turnbuckle, basically killing him. Dude, as soon as he hits the match, Shivoni instantly says he broke his neck. That's what he said. I'm like, dude, you might not be wrong. It was brutal. It was brutal. Every time I watch a replay, I'm like, it looks bad every time. There's there's no angle Dude. that you could create that would make that look good. It looks brutal. He just knows how to hit that move to not kill people. Because whenever he gave it to fucking Has Omega to on that table, it looked like he killed him. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude. So Moxie won and gave Gable another 20 points because this show was bullshit. That's all I'm saying. Is this the second half of the uh, inning? This is the first. The second half is tomorrow. Okay. Or, I'm sorry. Wednesday is the end of the second uh, half. Dude, I, I forgot tomorrow wasn't Wednesday. Well, I guess technically tomorrow is Wednesday. So at the end of the show, the the score is now, unfortunately, Dave 70 and Gable 110. I, I, yeah. You're only two wins behind. It's true. True. So uh, there were multiple, as I watched this on TV, I noticed there were multiple times they mentioned the people's ratings, their rankings, I'm sorry. And yeah. uh, how, like, oh, we have the number three and the number two ranked people fighting each other. I think that's fucking awesome. I love it. I think yeah. it's really cool. Although, I really think it's cool. Although sometimes I, like, don't get it because I'll be like, that guy has, like, less wins. Why is he higher? And then I have to, like, be like, is is a tie, like, worth as much as a win? You're thinking too much. Uh, yeah, I think I'm thinking too much. And I'm just going to have to trust that the uh, professional sorted it out properly. Yeah, they will. They wait. Who's who's making these rankings? What do you mean? Well, someone has to be like it. 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 Is it just Cody sitting there with like a pen and papers? Like I'm sure they're paying someone to do it. I mean, like in, in college football, they're like there's like a, like a, press, association thing or whatever. It's probably some intern backstage. Does it? Yeah. Well, I need like like okay, get get like three of the interns together. Take their picture and be like, "This is the, the 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 fucking. The the these are the professionals who have uh, been trained to rape, and uh, you're just uh, ranking them based on the numbers they have. Why would you like? I don't know. I think I, I, I think, think this is necessary. I think some of the people with like close records can like be traced back to like who's beaten who more times and stuff. And this seems like too much work. I think I'm overthinking it. You're definitely overthinking it. So after the show, well, after Dynamite and before Dark started, Cody came out. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, normally he'll come out, like, at the end at of the, the show. At the very end, yeah. yeah. and he came out with a segment that I do not think will be on Dark at all. I would be surprised if it was. He basically comes out, and he thanks everybody, and he says, we have to come back to Indianapolis, blah, 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 all the, all the normal stuff. And then he... They're showing the crowd for a second. He goes, put that sign back up. And it's the, uh, I'm sure you saw the Suck It Vince sign. Yeah. And he hold, they hold the sign up and everyone starts cheering. And he goes, I can't, uh, I literally can't comment on this sign. But I think the words say it all. And I was like, that's <laughs> fucking funny. So that was cool. So he came out and cut a, cut a little, uh, I don't want to say a promo, but he gave us a little, a little bit of Cody. So that was cool. And then uh, we had Dark. And then after the show, uh... They're giving everything away. I think I might have told you this story. Like, I ran down there to try to get some free stuff. But unfortunately, I didn't catch anything. Yeah. They did give the turnbuckle to the to that sign guy, though. The guy with the suck it. Vince sign, he got the turnbuckle pad, which nice. was kind of cool. So, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and I, got a, I got a picture of Kane with Nick Jackson, which was really cool. He loved that. 
He got spoiled with his first wrestling show, I'll tell you that. Where was Matt at? I think he... The, uh, oh, yeah, they called him. Or they FaceTimed him. Yeah, isn't... What's her name in the hospital? Mrs. Matt? Oh, I don't know. Is she? I thought I saw something about Mrs. Matt in the hospital. I don't know. I know whenever, it, whenever they were uh, doing their shit after the show, he was like, hey, let's FaceTime Matt. And he's like, just everyone's aware this isn't planned, so hopefully he picks up. Yeah. So they FaceTime and they hold it up and they're like, hey, Matt, what's going on? He's like, hey, me and Mrs. Matt are making love right now. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was cool. It was a really fun show. Like all, This, this honestly, I think, was my favorite Dynamite I've been to live. Really? Yeah, I think it surpassed the DC one. I really liked this show. It was really good. Who uh, who did you see on Dynamite? Dark? Or Dark, I'm sorry. Um, I don't remember. Any the main event. event was oh the main event was Omega versus Jack Evans. Oh dude, that sounds awesome. It was a really good match. It was really funny. It was Kane was cheering Jack Evans the whole time. I didn't have the heart to say you're fucked, buddy. <laughs> dude, there's no way Jack Evans is gonna be beating Omega. It was for that AAA title he has, whatever it is. They fought for the AAA title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! It was a really good match. Really good match. Um, I'm trying to remember what was before. There was a there was a uh, awesome Kong fought somebody, I think. Yeah, and then there was another women's match. And then I'm trying to remember what was before Dark went on the air. I can't fucking remember. Dude, I can't believe they're letting them defend the, the title on the show. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I hope they... Well, they're working. They, I mean, they, have, they did say they were working together from the beginning, so... Yeah, but I didn't think they'd be defending their title on the show. I don't even know what title it is. They said it in the Spanish in the Spanish name, so I don't know what the fuck they said. It's the uh, Mega something... They said a bunch of words that I did not understand when they said it. It was a hundred number seven match, and I was like, "Cool." Uh, it's like the mega heavyweight or something. They definitely didn't say mega or heavyweight. Probably in Spanish they did. They didn't say it in English though. I know okay. That. I don't know what they said. This isn't about a poop or something. <laughs> I don't fucking know. A turd. So it was a fun time. It was a great show and a fun trip. Would you do it again? Drive there for a show? I meant, yeah. like, just, like, dude, the, that sh- that experience. Yeah, dude, we went to... We stopped at a Dave & Buster's afterwards because Finch was talking about this Halo Fire Team game he played in Vegas that was the greatest game ever he wanted to play with me. So I, I looked up that specific game and found out the places it was, and we found a Dave & Buster's it was at, and we went and we played it, and we beat the whole game. That's it was amazing really fucking fun. Like that. Their game was so fun. I remember whenever... I don't really play a lot of arcade games, but I wish I did more. Like, because whenever I went to Dave and Buster's like two years ago, I just there, there's this one alien game I just kept playing, and she's like, "Why don't you play a game that gives you like prizes?" And I'm just like, "Whenever someone that we played and almost beat, mm-hmm. we played one there. I was really Is upset it like newer. Yeah, it came out around like Covenant. Uh, I think it might be called Covenant." I think I think that's probably it. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's called Ellen Covenant. I kept yeah, I kept playing that shit, and Ashley's like, "Why don't you like play a game that gives you like prizes?" I'm like, "This is like way more fun though." Yeah, dude, I was really upset because we started playing. I wanted to beat all of the big like shooter games they had, and we started playing House of Dead. I started getting a migraine. I was very mad. Oh, no. I was like, "Motherfucker, I can't see the dead people now." <laughs> it was upsetting. Let's. I'm done. All right, well, thanks uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. We we'll, should have another show really soon. Yes, it shall be up in, what's today? Monday. It should be up within the next 48 hours. So yeah. make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Breakroom Break BS1, BS1, 
And on Instagram at BreakroomBS. Even though I don't think that's really been active for a long time. Hey, I posted two things on there from the show. Good. Oh, yeah, you did. All right. I posted the Moxley uh, entrance on there. You could have seen it on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so do all that stuff. And also leave us comments and feedback. We love that type of thing. Yes, please let us know that you exist. Love engaging in intercourse. Thank you. Good night. See you. Bang.